from the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia to around the globe. You're listening to Shark Bite Biz, your exclusive place for business strategy, sales, marketing, and tech in the roaring 20s. And now, here's your host, David Strausser. Welcome, 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 wherever you are. I'm your glamorous host, David Strausser, and welcome to the newest episode of Shark Fight Biz, your place to grow a business during complete chaos. Another rocking episode today, all focused on marketing. First, though, remember, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can join the channel. You can become a baby shark for only $3 a month. You, you know, if giving money through big tech isn't your thing, no problem. You can also go to our coffee brand, deadhousecoffee.com. Use code SHARK at 20% off of your purchase. And like I've said many times before, all proceeds directly support us producing the biggest, the best show we possibly can. Back to today's show. We made it. Simply put, we made it. This is episode 100. We have done 100 different episodes of Shark Bite Biz, and wow, what a journey it has been. This is also the season finale for season two, so it's like a double whammy right there. It's been such an amazing ride. I thought for this episode, it'd be amazing to bring back the first person to believe in me when I told them I was going to go out and start a podcast and a YouTube podcast. The first person to sign up to be my, I guess you could say, own personal guinea pig and come on and be interviewed by me for this show. Even with that in mind, though, today's guest, I mean, he is discussing importing marketing topics that are more important than ever. Talking about Yelp marketing for professional businesses, leveraging Google marketing, and talking about all that SEO. Yeah, I'm going to keep it simple today. So who is today's guest? For the second time. The first second time guest ever on Shark Bite is Mr. James Shea, digital marketing Jedi and CEO of a seasoned digital market agency located in the city of Angels, Los Angeles, that specializes in strategic execution of online marketing with Yelp and Google Marketing to help businesses grow online. Prior to establishing Cybertegic in 2000, James worked for Nestle as its e-business project manager and has successfully launched several online business ventures for Nestle during the boom of the dot-com era. As a seasoned practitioner of digital marketing and a big nerd of technology by heart, James enjoys helping businesses grow through the innovative use of online marketing and advanced web technology. So, hey, I'm going to shut up. Let's celebrate episode number 100 and just bring James on it. Reach your customer. James, welcome back to this very special episode of Shark Bite Biz, episode one. 
100. We made it, man. You are the first repeat guest. You were the very first guest we've had on this show, man. Thank you so much for coming back. And guess what, man? You just became shark bait for the second time. Oh, buddy. It's, it's such a pleasure to be back. Uh, thank you for having me on your first episode and now seeing your success. Now we're at 100 episodes. Man, I, I, I'm so excited for you. And, and thank you for getting uh, having me back to share some uh, good information with your audience. Oh, no problem, man. Yeah, your episode, even with it being the first episode and having 98 episodes so the first episode was me doing like hey what is shark bite biz the series okay but that was just said in the thing it's kind of not really a real episode but kind of is the real first episode is episode number two where i actually start the interviews with people like you and there's 98 episodes in between but yet your episode still ranks as one of the most highest listened to and watched episodes in this series man that's how awesome you are i'm flattered uh i'm glad your audience likes me and i like the information i can provide for small business yeah yeah so since then we've grown with a lot more listeners on you know itunes spotify deezer stitchers uh google podcasts all those places as well as we went from two subscribers on YouTube, which were literally you and me, all the way up to by the time this airs, we should be well past 4,000 on our way to 5,000 subscribers. Okay. Uh, Give us, you know, first question on this show. It's been a tradition since you first came on. Tell our listeners out there, who are you? What's your background? What do you do for a living? Basically, tell us what makes James. James. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is James Shea. Uh, I have a nickname called the Marketing Jedi because I love digital marketing. <laughs> and um, uh, about 15 years ago, I actually worked for Nestle as their e-business uh, project manager. So my whole life has been uh, involving technology. But in, in the recent 15 years, I, I really learned how to use digital marketing to help business grow online. And it is something that I, I do it with a passion. Especially in the past year, seeing the pandemic that a lot of businesses need to pivot online, uh, we were pretty instrumental in helping business, uh, infusing them with knowledge and, and execution to help them transition online and to still capture business uh, from the lost business that they have. Okay. Okay. So and, interesting tidbit when you mentioned Nestle. I think I told you this about a month or two ago, but Nestle is now officially one of my customers here as well, too, uh, for my day job at Vision 33. That's, that's awesome. Nestle is a great company. I, I love that company. Um, and they, give I, me, I, they give me discounts on chocolate. You did not. I value that relationship a little bit more, James. I'm sorry. <laughs> By the way, I, I created the first uh, e-commerce website for Nestle, selling pallets of chocolates. Oh, wow. There you go, man. I was the one. And then, there you go. Uh, but but, but when I, I came out after Nestle and started my digital marketing agencies uh, called Cybertegics. Um, <laughs> and, and I have a team, a small team of uh, a great, passionate digital marketer. We, we specialize in Google advertisement. We specialize in Yelp advertisement. Uh, but mainly, uh, uh, how to get exposures for business on Google, on Yelp, social media front uh, with, with the, the, the correct and positive ROI. 
we're data-driven company. So at the end of the day, uh, action and results speak louder than anything else. Uh, we're, we're there to generate results for clients. And when you say data-driven company, does that mean that you're looking, are you looking for people that are going to be more marketing-driven or more data analyst-driven? Uh, marketing-driven. Uh, but then oh, all of our uh, specialists were, were, were data engineers. So we look at the data, we analyze the data. And But the most important thing is what action do you take on the data and can mm-hmm. you execute based on, on the meaning of data? That's where we come in. A lot, a lot of business owners, first of all, they, they don't understand what the meaning behind the data is. Second of all, once they understand it, they don't have a programming team or they don't have the marketing team to change your website or to take a corrective action to make a meaningful action out of the data. Basically. Right, because what you're supposed to do with, you know, I don't know how many people know this, but you know, people look, hey, what's information? And information is literally, at least to me, what I've learned when I went to Penn State for my information sciences technology degree was that information is actually processed data. It's the conversion of that raw data into useful information that is actionable. You think that's an accurate statement? Right, right. A very easy example to to help you better understand is Let's say you have a website and then you saw on your landing page, your conversion rate, what we call the sales conversion rate, is only 0.5. And we all know industry average is uh, 1% to 3%. So something is wrong. If you can just increase your sales conversion rate on there to double your sales or even triple your sales. From there, the data starts telling you what went wrong on which side, which part of your website that you need to correct or on your marketing campaign. If you take those actions according to what the data is telling you, for sure you can increase the sales conversion rate and increase the sales on your side. So oh, that's, that's great. See, I really, so I got to be honest. The reason why I wanted you back on the show wasn't because of the 100 episode. That's just a sham. The real truth is that I just made my own business. I have my own LLC right now. It's called Dead Brands LLC, registered here in Pennsylvania. And as part of that, I have the podcast, Shark Bite Biz, but the other arm of it is my coffee company I own called Dead House Coffee because everybody wakes up in the morning as a zombie. I wake up, I'm a zombie in the morning. I start drinking, yeah, there you go. I start drinking my coffee, all of a sudden I convert into like the perfect gentleman. What a good day, my lady. You know, so Dead House Coffee, get back to life. You know, don't be a zombie. That's what we're playing off of. And, uh, you know, I I think you can give me some valuable tips here, especially because during this pandemic, a lot of companies had to convert from retail or events to e-commerce. And some of them were able to figure it out. We've had a couple business owners since you that were like, hey, yeah, you know, we've totally redid our e-com. We changed our whole strategy. Oh, my God. Sales are 100 times more than what they were before. And then we have other companies that have come on like, yeah, you know, it's okay. It's carrying us, but nothing to write home about. So mm-hmm. I, I think you can give us a lot of insight and value about some of those tips that can help companies like Dead House Coffee uh, sure. be more successful in the future. Right, right. Um, and uh, we mentioned e-commerce, uh, but even in this pandemic, um, if you look across the board, professional service business, uh, uh, a lot of them are suffering, but a lot of them are actually doing really well because they know 
what to do online. And, and uh, certain professional services business, uh, later on, I'll give uh, a few examples. They're actually in high demands right now. And, and if, they, if you're in one of those businesses and you know what to do online, you could actually double or triple the number of leads a customer that you get. Because I would oh, yeah. speak to our customers. Uh, some lawyers, um, I don't, uh, Elizabeth, uh, one of your uh, podcast uh, guests was one of our clients. And we yeah, absolutely. Uh, Elizabeth will be back on as well, too. She was the second interview I had. Uh -huh. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it was it was really great because you told the story about how you helped Elizabeth with her legal for her firm. Uh -huh. And then on the next episode, like we're talking, well, how has your business changed during the pandemic? And she's referring to, well, I got this company cyber tea. I'm like, his episode just there. This is perfect. <laughs> you know, because she yeah. basically backs you up on her episode about how it changed. But Tell right. the story again for all the new listeners and watchers out there. Right, right. So, so in the beginning of pandemic, uh, Elizabeth is it's a family a family uh, lawyer uh, attorney, and uh, mm -hmm. we've noticed from the data that there was a great amount of search, um, unfortunately, on the keyword divorcing. Okay, uh, starting from the pandemic, I think there was a lot of family issues. There was a lot of relationship issues, and but then we see there's searching men, um, people searching for divorces or uh, family lawyers, and immediately we went to our client uh, Lisbon and say, okay, you have to capitalize on this uh, opportunity because the market is asking for your services. Okay, we're gonna, mm -hmm. we're gonna restructure your marketing campaign, we're gonna turn it on. And sure enough, um, she, we, we literally tripled the number of leads that comes to her. One year later, uh, she, she actually had the policy slow down on marketing because she can't open her office uh, another office fast enough to accommodate the demands. Okay. The same type of story we're seeing across the board. For example, if today you're in the real estate business, you're a realtor, mm -hmm. there's a high demand on real estate due to the low mortgage rate. A lot of people want to buy houses, but if housing market supply is drying up, but nevertheless, we see a lot of searches online on Yelp, on Google My Business, and people are searching for realtors. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Uh, there's certain industry that's doing very well online if you if you pivot and capture online. Architect, accountants, um, uh, even plumbing, uh, landscape on Yelp, those are in high demands right now as people are staying at home a lot more and they're doing a lot of fixture in their houses and they're buying new, house, uh, new homes or refinance. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And I think a lot of professional services companies are struggling and it's interesting because i i just interviewed a guy that um i think it's exterior siding siding exterior i forget the name his episode will air um, a couple episodes before this one comes out so everybody will know by then what i'm talking about but he, he's somebody that took advantage of the internet and was ahead of the curve Mm -hmm. I mean, he went as far as writing a book with essentially a, a perfect SEO title of Exterior Sighting in Kansas City uh, to be able to have that book listed on Amazon. Sounds like we're like a dollar, uh, mm -hmm. but still, because it helps bring them so many um, opportunities and stuff like that. But people right. in those old school industries, you look at construction, stuff like that. Um, 
you know, they're, they're really behind the ball, I think, with right. uh, they're playing catch up right now. Right. And, and I can't emphasize uh, enough how, you know, really uh, the pandemic has speed up the adoption of the internet as well. I'll be after required to be social distancing. This past <laughs> year, everybody learned to go online and look for services, look for uh, research for information. Right? Um, I, I urge all business to quickly try to learn in the app. Uh, internet as a way to to gain more exposures. You know, the traditional business, they're seeing their leads drying up if they're not adopting internet. But the one that will actually know how to use the internet, they see an influx of uh, uh, a demand and research uh, uh, interest coming to them. On them. Mm -hmm. So it's becoming too quite, quite too very extreme. And this is why right. I said, yeah, it, it's not that hard to, to leverage the internet. And I want to share with uh, your audience, you know, uh, everybody knows Yelp. You're being a professional services business and your target audience is consumer. I'm not talking about business to business. I'm talking about business to consumer. Mm -hmm. Yelp has a, a, a huge volume of inquiries, whether it's for lawyer, whether it's for doctor, uh, accountant, architect. Um, and this is not, not just for restaurant. Okay, I, I know everybody thinks Yelp is for restaurant, but restaurant is a big part. Nowadays, yeah. if I need a plumber, the first place I thought about is Yelp. I'm going to go see who has the best rating, who is around me, and then immediately get a couple of calls uh, to me and then find, find a problem. Another place is Google My Business. Uh, a lot right. of people will go to Google and they will search for, let's just say, plumber or a lawyer. They wanted to see who shows up on the first page of Google and then reach out to contact them again, get, get increased. So I, have an interesting, I have an interesting story about that. Right. You want to hear uh, mine? Sure. So for my whole life, I was the number one David Strasser in the world. You search David Strasser, it goes davidstrasser.com. Right. Then all of a sudden, some David William Strasser, same name as me, decides, hey, I'm going to become a doctor. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. this dude down in Texas became Dr. David W. Strasser. And because of how Google weights that over me, who's been there forever as a business professional, they start, you know, he's showing up like davidstrasser.com's not even on the first two, three pages. I had to work my buns off. I had to open up a Google My Business marketing page. I actually put a, oops, Google's answering me right now. She heard me. Um, but I actually had to put a uh, Google My Business page down. I triggered Google. Um, yeah. I Google My page for myself. I actually put a local office in his Texas uh, uh, neighborhood where he operates. Plus, I mean, Dr. David Strasser might be a smart doctor, but he's not smart as far as the internet goes because I own Dr. David Strasser.com, Dr. David W. Strasser.com, Dr. David W. Strasser and D.com, Dr. Dave Strasser.com, and, and so on. I bought about 20 different variations of my name with Dr. and MD in front of it. Now, after all of that hard work, plus I also write for Forbes now too as a Forbes contributor. So now in most places, 99% of search results you are going to find me above Dr. David Strasser. That's a, that's a great example to share with your audience. 
uh, everybody, what David just did is what we call the local SEO effort. He become a local SEO uh, specialist marketers. Um, uh, you could ring on Google locally uh, with your keyword, like with your name and things like that. Um, but Google requires you to to have a lot of what we call link publishing articles and things like that. And if you if you don't have the manpower to do it, you can always uh, hire a digital marketing company or write a, um, hire a blogger to write articles uh, about your work, what you do, you know, useful information. Uh, and if you do this over time, yes, you, you could uh, rise in ranking in terms of become first in, in Google for your business uh, under a lot of the keyword that's important to you. It does yeah, take yeah. time, but David was, a, you know, you, bro, you, that was a perfect example of how you overtake a top position in Google. I'm just worried about that guy suing me for taking drdavidstrasser.com. They can't. They cannot do that. Because yeah. one day, I mean, one day I might, maybe I decide to become a doctorate in business, and mm -hmm. I am reserving the right to that domain in case I ever do go for a doctorate's degree in, in business development. And with all the achievements I've had in my social right. life, you know, working for the Mexican government, everything, I mean, the experiences that I've had, I, I think I could qualify if I went for my MBA and then grabbed a, a PhD, but I'm not going to do that probably until my 40s. Right. And also, he has to trademark his, uh, his name, uh, David W. Strasser, first of all. And then even if he trademark it, if he's going to come after you and say, hey, stop using that but he name. Can't. He can't trademark. He, can't. he can trademark the name, but he can't. It's my name. I right. can use it openly, too. Right. Right, so so there's no way he can come after you. So, and and it, 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 one amazing story of you being able to overtake the position by doing a local SEO. Uh, you're you're yeah. a marketer uh, in your own right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to buy mailbox down in uh, Woodlands. I think it's Woodland Hills or Wood, Woodlands, Texas. So I actually have a mailbox down there uh, for an extension of my uh, consulting business. Uh, so that way, you know, it's actually legit. I'm just not st stalking it, but I technically have a PO box, a branch down there in Texas. Great. Right. So, so may this be an example to all the small business, uh, out there or, or business in general, you know, you want to go on Google and search for your business name and make sure you're number one, or at least in the top three position. And, and you want to make sure that you're showing up on Yelp, you're showing up on Google's, uh, my business. Okay, because mm -hmm. those are the places nowadays everybody will be searching for your services. So if today you're a lawyer, you're an architect, you're you're selling some services, make sure in the first page of Google and first page of Yelp. Uh, but unfortunately for Yelp, here's a little thing though. Um, Yelp's algorithm is much different. You have to advertise in order to appear on literally the top 10 of Yelp. So um, if Yelp is an important channel to you, do consider advertising with Yelp. Then you can see your business in the top of Yelp. Yeah, yeah. I did. I, I did some Yelp advertising. I did like a month or two. Spent a couple hundred bucks. Now I was doing that for my main job with Vision Thirty Three. Uh, and I told them like, hey, look, I'm doing business consulting, but for ERP, for small to mid sized businesses, it's right. specific. I do not want general consulting. And I got phone calls. They were all general type consulting leads. They were not hyper specific as I wanted because right. I mean, ultimately, you know, with how our company works, I'd spend that money on my own. 
Um, but if it turns out to be a lead, that's where I'm, I, I go to Alex. We've been on this show as well, too. I go to Alex like, hey, I've been advertising on my own for you know, for ERP services. Here's a lead I got, and I'll get that reimbursed. But um, it has not turned out the results I, I, I had hoped for, so I ended up stopping it after a couple months. Yeah, David, I would suggest um, for for your ERP business, the Yelp yep. probably won't be an ideal channel because Yelp has a lot of consumer on it. They don't have yeah. the, the business executive on it. Okay. Uh, but okay. Yelp will be probably perfect for your, your coffee business, your local oh, coffee yeah. business, because that business to consumer. You'll get a lot of people searching for coffee. Uh, right. Even with the business just being a, a, a dot com for the time being? Uh, I'm sorry, what, what's the question? Even with the business just being a dot com for the time being? If you're a dot com, as long as you are focusing on servicing consumers, the end users, yeah, there will be people who are searching for that. But then again, Yelp is mainly, again, I say it's for or a store, a business with a store or office with a physical front, like a lawyer's office. Yeah, I, I, I still have, you know, we use my home address. It's still the physical location. Eventually, you know, the goals are once this pandemic ends up, we yeah. ramp up the the online eventually enough. We were thinking about putting a, um, a, a dead house, like a zombie themed coffee yeah. shop that yeah. just does our own coffee. Yeah. But, you know, that that's over time, not not right now. Right. But you, you, as long as you're focusing on consumer, you can still, still uh, do it on Yelp and then you'll get inquiries uh, coming through. Yelp has a lot of uh, functionality in there where you can feature your products and feature the specialties. Mm -hmm. You will draw uh, traffic. Uh, for your ERP business, uh, the best way to, to advertise is through Google, uh, Google's uh, pay-per-click advertising. Uh, as yep. well as SEO. Those are the two channels, uh, ideal marketing channels for the ERP uh, software service. Awesome, awesome. So, you know, the first time when we first had our initial conversation back in July, mm -hmm. we were thinking, oh yeah, this pandemic could be over, um, I know. you know, uh, in a, uh, well, actually, I think we did the, uh, the recording in May-ish. <laughs> Um, but we were like, yeah, this, uh, be over be probably by the end of summer or whatever. And yeah. here we are almost a year later yeah. since we've recorded that initial interview, maybe 11 months, we're still in the pandemic. How do you think things have evolved on the marketing side over that time period? Oh, we, we definitely see an increase in, um, uh in demands for the marketing part. We, we have a lot more increase. People, uh, like I said, people wanted to pivot online. They need to find additional income, a stream of uh, uh, leads or in, uh, revenue that they can mm -hmm. generate. Um, and, and like I said, the, the pandemic has propelled the adoption of uh, internet for everybody. Especially now we're all using our phone, our tablet, our computer. We will be becoming expert in researching for services and products online. Uh, yeah, and, and, and for a lot of businesses, it's not that hard to, to learn how to leverage the internet. You just kind of have to take the first step. Um, but if you're, you're uh, let's say, older generation and you're not comfortable with the internet, you know, always get, get your son, your daughter uh, to step in. And it's not that hard. Uh, like I mm -hmm. said, pivoting is essential. Uh, that's what I'm telling everybody. Pivoting is essential. Leverage the internet channel as a way to grow your business online. Okay. Okay. So we do get to start getting wrapped up here. What 
kind of final words of advice do you think that you have for people going forward as we hopefully start transitioning into a more hybrid world, I would think, short term? Right. Um, and, and of course, this is kind of like my, my, my personal forecast what what's about to come. But uh, I, uh, seeing that how uh, the vaccine is being distributed, and I think very quickly, maybe within two, three months, all of us will get vaccinated. We mm -hmm. are ready uh, to open up our economy. Uh, people will go back to normal, going out, having dinner outside, meeting, shaking hands. Uh, I think all business should be preparing. If you're going to advertise uh, to get attention so people come to your store rather than coming to the store, go to your website rather than on this website, this is the time to plan for because our economy will open up in the next three months. And then um, the government uh, is spending a lot of money trying to create jobs, uh, mm -hmm. They want to jumpstart the economy. So all businesses should be prepared to leverage not just the, the normal traditional channel and you know, the physical storefront, but again, the internet channel, because all of us are now so used to know how to use internet to find services. But plan out those two patterns and then uh, prepare your advertising, prepare your exposures. It's time to uh, regain all your lost customers and gain uh, more customers. Yes. Okay. Okay. Solid advice. So let me ask you, since you're all things digital, my friend, how can people digitally stock you, James? <laughs> uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, feel free to search for Cyberkejic, uh, my company, on my name, James Shea, which I, I'm sure uh, it will appear yep. in your podcast. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely have the links down below. Right. right. And then uh, if you uh, anybody have any question about how to grow their business online, hey, by all means, I'd love to help. I, uh, especially, you know, if your business is struggling, doesn't know how to grow online, uh, send me an email at james.shea at cyberstrategic.com. Uh, I'll get my team to take a look at it and give you some, some advice on how to grow business your business online. Okay. Hey, James, thank you so much, man. This has been informative. It's been amazing. Love having you, Rod. And when are we going to see you again? Maybe episode 300, episode 500? I would love to come back. Just uh, whenever okay. you want to have me, uh, just give me a holla. <laughs> I definitely will, man. Thank you again. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Wow, such an awesome chat with James Wright. Seriously, I love the dude. He is amazing. And that's why, you know, we have this bond. We, I don't know, we just kind of connect. I get him. He gets me. I believe different than he does, but I think we complement each other perfectly. And that's why James was the very first guest on this show. And James, if you're listening out there, bro, you know I love you. Thank you so much for your love, for your support, helping us get to episode 100. Incredible. Could not have done it without you. Whispering in my ear, David, go do it. You can do this. And guess what? We did 100 episodes later. You are right here with me. First. You all know the routine. If you found this interview helpful, if it sparked those warm and fuzzies, do me a favor, hit that like button, smash that subscribe button. But if you want to do us a huge, huge, huge favor, please share it out to your network. Sharkbite Biz is the biggest 
kept secret out there in business today. Help your friends discover this podcast, or if you're on YouTube, this vodcast, so that they can grow personally, grow professionally, and most importantly, also help grow their businesses. Okay, share it out there. I'd love nothing more than to see James Shea and Cybertegic trending with Shark Bite Biz. Normally, as a wrap up here for the interview, look, we just hit 100 episodes. I usually give a recap of the episode and all that fun stuff. But this is such a milestone, I think, for podcasts, YouTube channels to be able to hit 100 episodes. Surviving a year, a hundred different interviews. I mean, we really do an amazing job of bringing two top tier guests each and every week onto this show to discuss with you the top business secrets. I hope you love it. I hope you appreciate it. I know I've learned, personally, I've learned so much. I've learned so many tips that can help me with personal growth professional growth and business growth. It's definitely taking me to the next level on how I manage everything for Vision 33, how I manage everything for Dead House Coffee, and even this podcast with Shark by Biz. I mean, for example, here's a perfect example. When I used to share these episodes out to my whole network, okay, I would literally just share the link to the video. And it wasn't until we had David Walks, who is the CEO of Handwritten. He came on and he's like, hey, David, instead of sharing the link to the actual video or the iTunes podcast episode or Spotify episode, share the playlist. And oh my God, since I've been doing that, huge, huge change in the numbers of subscribers, the the change in views and listens and recurring audience like that has made such a big impact on this show and it's something that i learned from a guest that was on this very show it's been amazing and i've got to say i'm just so excited to have reached this milestone and i want to thank each and every guest that has been on this show with me that has supported me people from soledad o'brien to William Hung, to Brian Vanderark, David Walks. I mean, there are so many of them. There are a hundred different guests that we've had on this show. It's been an amazing, amazing journey. We're going to take the next few weeks off, and then we'll be back with season three on July 12th. Make sure you have fun. Enjoy the break. Have a safe holiday. A lot of people here in the United States, July 4th, have fun. Take time off, you know, be with your family, be with your friends, enjoy life. I mean, one of the biggest things about being a business professional is that you also need to enjoy life. So many of us get so stuck into the routine of, hey, I've got to get more sales. I've got to do this. I got to do that, that you forget the most simplest fact of them all. Enjoy life. Okay. Enjoy your family. Go do that. And question of the day, what are you going to do to unplug during this summer break? 
Leave a comment down below on YouTube. You know I want to hear from you all. Remember, if you want to be on the show, we're booking for season three and season four right now. Interviews at sharkbitebiz.com. Remember, if you're a fan of the show, you can join on YouTube. $3 a month, you can become a baby shark. Or just go right out to deadhousecoffee.com. Use code SHARK. Save 20% and directly support this show right here. Everybody, you got to remember this. I'm David Strasser. This is Shark Bite Biz. We'll see you all next season. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Shark Bite Biz. We hope you got some insightful info from this podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us through your favorite podcast app and visit us on the web at www.sharkbitebiz.com. How has business changed for you in the 20s? Email us at podcast at sharkbitebiz.com so you can join us and share your story. 